Hey do you live in Helena, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, or Hope, Idaho? If you do, why? Also Gabriel will be performing in all of those cities this week. And don't forget to catch this father of three in Tacoma, Washington on September 15th at the Dope Show, where Gabriel will smoke pot and try and do comedy. He has a few other shows that week too but they're fundraiser shows for girls softball or some bullshit. For more info and for all of Gabriel's show dates go to gabrielrutledge.com. Get ready to relax, laugh, and learn nothing, because episode 37 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right now. And now here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Check. Check. This is the sound of a microphone. Check. All right, we're rolling. Ah, crap. I forgot to turn the AC off. Hold on. No one move. Okay. I'm all discombobulated. Uh, I just got caught in a downpour. Uh, it's the kind of downpour like a like a, a romantic comedy downpour. Like you're running through the streets. While the rain's pouring down, and then you burst into the church right when they say, does anyone have any objection? And you're like, wait! Susan, I have loved you since the day we met. And I can't let this happen until you know I fucked your fiance. Well, that's a different movie, but you get the idea. Has anyone ever been at a wedding where someone had an objection? If there's anyone who has an objection, that's a tense moment. No one ever, I've never been at a wedding where anyone said anything, but I would. I mean, if you've been at a wedding where someone said something, when the when the priest or whoever goes, if, does anyone have any objection? Why is that even in there? Who cares if anyone has any objection? At my wedding, if someone would have stood up and be like, oh, yeah, I object. You guys are really young and stupid. I would have been like, well, it's not your fucking life. I do. I feel like uh, people in relationships do the same thing that sports teams do. Uh, steroids. No, uh, like if you ever uh, – whatever team wins the Super Bowl, the World Series – Whatever. The interviews afterwards are always like, no one believed in this team, but we believed in ourselves. There's a lot of naysayers out there. We got the job done. And you're like, wait, your team was favored to win by two touchdowns. Who? You're not an underdog. But everyone has an underdog mentality in sports, and I guess that's what makes them good. And that's what people do in relationships where it's like, We've been through all these ups and downs. If we can make it through the last 10 years, I know we can make it through anything. I mean, really. <laughs> they never said our love would happen. Who? Who Who were the big love naysayers? Who? No one gives a fuck who you love. They, no one believed in us. Who? Who didn't believe in you? Especially when it's like two like incredibly attractive rich people. Where, where they're like, oh, 
I know this is my soulmate. They're the one person. Really had nothing to do with you were both. Your families knew each other and you were in the same socioeconomic bracket. The first time I saw you on the sailboat next to my dad's. I just fucking knew. I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't do this. But it's not even like a rich people thing. It's like, you know, a poor people thing. I knew when you were two trailers down. It doesn't... I don't know. I don't mean this in a not romantic way. But I don't... I think the idea of a soulmate, the idea of one person is the perfect person for you in the world. Uh, That's a little silly to me. And if it is true, we better all start learning more languages. Because if my perfect person is, like, Filipino, I think I'm fucked. It's going to be a lot of just gazing into each other's eyes. Uh. <laughs> uh, unspoken love between me and my Filipino lover. Um, I actually, I, t- I tweeted something to that effect that, like... Uh, you know, I'm not sure I believe there's such thing as a soulmate, but even if I do have a perfect soulmate somewhere in the world just waiting for me, I love my wife so much I don't want to meet her. Uh, yeah, I put you know I put that on Facebook, and I feel like people are taking it too seriously. Uh, but I don't, you know, I just uh, I'll try it on stage, see if it works. Report back to you. My wife asked me once; she was like. She was like, do you believe in soulmates? She's like, do you think there's one perfect person in the world just for you? And I said, honey, I love you so much that even if there is, I don't want to be here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I want to be with my wife. I love my wife. I just, can you hear a plane going overhead? Uh, but uh, what, there's one person in the universe for me and they just luckily went to my high school? Or is that... I guess I have to believe the universe made her go to my high school? I, I, I don't know. I just can't sign off on that. Uh, I'm not saying you can be with anyone. That's what's going to be my next um, anniversary card. I think there's a handful of people that I could have spent the rest of my life with. And baby, you're one of them. <laughs> Maybe I'm just an asshole. I love you, Christy, if you're listening. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't believe in a lot of shit. I'm not sure I believe in God. Um, I don't know if I believe in a soulmate. Uh, I don't believe in ghosts. And I certainly don't believe in myself. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm all wet right now. Which, that sounds gross. Why does that sound dirty? (laughs) It shouldn't be dirty when a man says, I'm wet. But, uh, it does. I did not, I was not running uh, to the love of my life to break up a wedding to another person. I was running to the roadway end here in Portland, which, uh, pretty sketchy. Uh, I mean, the room's not bad. Well, le- actually, last time I was here, the room, my, I had a problem with the shower. It was, it was stuck on hot. I only had hot water. And, uh, so I had to, like, fill up the tub with scalding hot water, wait for it to cool, and then, like, wash my hair with uh, rinsed-out McDonald's coffee cup. 
which uh, don't picture that too vividly. You know what? I was in that bathtub. I was all wet. Ugh. I think wet, like low key, wet is like people say moist is a gross word. I think wet's kind of gross. I never order a wet burrito when it's on a menu. It probably would taste delicious, but the the description of like, hey, you want a wet burrito? No, I don't. Sounds like a burrito you dropped in the sink. No, thank you. But yeah, this hotel. I'm looking out my. I have a view of the river. It's like if you. It's right if you drive from Vancouver, Washington to Portland. It's like right under the bridge. It's like a red lion. There's a Hooters. But I'm looking across the parking lot at a. There's a guy who lives in an RV in just the parking lot of the Roadway Inn. Uh, you know, there's broken bike parts. There's shopping carts. There's. You could tell they thought it was going to be like a big. Oh, we're going to revitalize the Jansen Beach area. And uh, now there's just all these fields with nothing on them except for uh, needles. I don't I mean this is uh, this is everywhere I go now, but I mean, man, uh, homelessness is an issue. You want a fat meal on Team Heroin took it last week. <laughs> I don't know, I see that part of the joke, but I've been parking in this neighborhood all week. <laughs> Jesus, Gordon. I got out of my car, like, are they filming a documentary? <laughs> Which tent should I park next to? Fun, fun night. That one's a fun color. I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, I'm at Harvey's. I'm at Harvey's Comedy Club this week, and uh, it's never been a good neighborhood, but it's really bad now. Uh, I mean, it's next to the bus station. No one's, you know, no one's ever like, I just got this great new place. It's by the bus station. Yeah, but uh, I'm joking about it because I'm a comedian. Uh, but man, it's sad, man. I don't. That's the good thing about society is we have figured it out. We're doing well. Everyone's doing great. I really want to break up a wedding now, now that I'm thinking about it. I guess it doesn't have to be someone I know. I could just wait for the right for the right weather. <laughs> nice stormy, rainy day. Run into a church. Stop this wedding! This is a sham. It can't go on. Honey, do you know this wet man? No, I thought you did. He's right, though. We don't know. We're not ready for this. I actually wasn't talking about you guys. I just heard there was not an open bar. That's not right. Anyway, have a good day. Uh... I don't know why I just thought of this, uh, but, uh, you know, I was a very sheltered child. Uh, didn't know a lot about the ladies. Um, and this is like a pre-porn time. You know, I mean, I guess there, there was like a printed porn that you could find in the woods. Uh, but I didn't look at that. I was a good church kid. The, uh, the closest thing I had, I mean, even into high school, was uh, the Sports Illustrated, Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Uh, 
which uh, that was very important to me. I'll never forget what you did for me, Kathy Ireland. I will never forget. I owe you. Uh, so I didn't know, I did not know a lot about sex. Um, and I remember <laughs> all this wet talk. Uh, I The first time I learned that women did that, <laughs> that that was a part of having sex, is a woman... Why does it sound so gross when I say it? But it sounds really, I've said much dirtier things on this podcast, but for some reason me saying a woman gets wet during sex sounds gross. It's the word wet, I'm telling you. Uh, but I didn't, okay, I was watching this, uh, this Doors documentary that I believe I rented from the library because we didn't have a TV, but we had a VCR. Uh, and I was in high school, I mean junior probably in high school. And it was it was uh, it was about the Doors, and uh, Gracie Slick, who it was in Jefferson Airplane. You don't you know, don't you want somebody love Jefferson Airplane? Uh, she was describing the first time she saw Jim Morrison, and she was saying how sexy he was, and she said he was beautiful. She was like, "What's the, what's the?" Opposite of a hard-on. What do women get? She was like, a wet-on? That's what I had. And I was just like, <laughs> pause the VCR and like, wait, what? Wet? When women are sexually excited, they get wet? Huh? I had no no goddamn idea. Uh, I knew very little. I also thought, Maybe not by the time I was in high school, but uh, <laughs> I didn't even, you know, like where a woman's pubic hair is. I don't know. I mean, if you're under 30, you're like, what's pubic hair? That's a disease we've cured. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's where the pubic hair is. I thought that's where the vagina was. And so I knew that my penis stuck up, as they do. And I kind of thought, like, I don't know how it's supposed to fit in there. I mean, if. If the hole's like in the middle of a woman's pelvis, it's, you know what I mean? I couldn't figure out how the, like like it was a dolphin's blowhole or something. I don't know what I thought it was. I mean, Kathy Ireland was no help. It was all G-strings and sand down there. I didn't know how it worked. Couldn't Google it either. Uh, it was a simpler time. Our boners knew less then. It's a great time of innocence. <laughs> we knew we wanted to do something with our penises, but we didn't know exactly what it was or where it was supposed to go. Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably... Have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it of course it is uh go to anchor.fm or 
the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Oh, real quick, I wanted to do a... Uh, Shit that Gabriel should have said last week. Uh, last week I mentioned that uh, I was talking about how... Uh, I think I said famous actress. I think it was Scarlett Johansson. She said something like she thinks uh, anyone should be able to play a trans character in a movie or something like that. But I said... I, I mean, I agreed with that because I think uh, trans people should be able to play anyone in a movie also. But what I said was straight. I said uh, trans people should be able to play straight people and straight people should be able to play trans people. But that's not the right word. I think cis. I think cis. Is that the word I meant? Yeah. It has nothing to do with uh, sexuality. It's gender, right? So anyway. I'm sure you didn't care, or you just figured, oh, there's old dumb dumb Rutledge. But uh, just a quick correction. Also, I think Scarlett Johansson said this week that she thinks Woody Allen uh, is innocent, which um, uh, I don't know a lot about that either. But I just thought, at what point do celebrities just go, I'm not going to answer that question because <laughs> no good will come of this. I mean, at the very least, uh, Woody Allen married someone who he was a somewhat of a father figure too. So let's, at the very least, uh, that's a little odd. You know who else has, well, I won't, Woody Allen has not escaped. Obviously he's a, there's a lot of scrutiny and of what he would did or didn't do. And, uh, but, uh, everyone's, favorite comedian who probably has Asperger's, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, I mean, he met a girl when she was in high school and then allegedly didn't start dating her until she was out of high school. <laughs> but he was 38. <laughs> he, he was a 38-year-old man who had the biggest sitcom in the world. And he... You met someone at high, high school? Whoa. Okay, technically not illegal, but Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Boom, 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 boom. Age is just a number. That's my Seinfeld impression. Who are these people? After you finish your biology homework, let's go out. In the uh, Harvey's green room, uh, there's uh, some posters that have been there since I started working there. Posters of, of the calendar of uh, Harvey's Comedy Club. I'm going to guess early 2000s, probably around 2000 the calendar's from. Because uh, I started working there probably in 2002 or three, and that calendar was already there. But that... I wish they would take it down because it's increasingly depressing every time I come to Harvey's because there's probably – there's two posters, maybe 10 or 15 comics listed on each poster, and each poster has about four to five people who are dead now. And uh, a lot of them um, are alive, but they're working mostly cruise ships now, so their heart's still beating, but, you know, their soul's dead, and that's equally sad. One of them, one of the cruise ship guys, uh, I, I worked with him, 
And I remember I wrote him a joke. I didn't mean to. We were watching. This is a long-ass time ago. This is when uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, you guys remember the King of Pop? Uh, he was in court for having sex with children. That's one of the things he did. And, uh, you know, it was a big spectacle. And he <laughs> he uh, he showed up to court wearing like hospital clothes because I guess he'd been at the hospital because he had a bad back. And we were watching this on the, we're watching Michael Jackson in, in like hospital clothes. And, uh, I said to Jeff next to me on the couch, I go, well, it's like they say, when you're picking up an eight year old, lift with your knees, not your back. Uh, and Jeff goes, are you going to use that? Oh, I said I wasn't going to say his name, Jeff. Uh, he goes, are you going to use that? And I was like, no. I'm not going to use He's like, can I have it? And so he uh, he did that honestly awful joke on stage for the rest of the week. And then uh, I told that to someone else a few years later, and they're like, oh, I'm roommates with him. He still does that joke. And then they called him. And they're like, I'm in the car with Gabriel. And I could hear the end of the line. And Jeff was like, who? Gabriel Rutledge? He said he wrote you that Michael Jackson joke? He didn't remember me. I bet he's not doing that joke on the cruise ships. Uh, one, of the, one of the things also in the Harvey's Green Room is, uh, I don't know why, but there's like this clean jokes for kids book. And uh, I keep I keep thinking how fun it would be to just go on stage and do those jokes. Uh, just like corny, like, hey, why did the horse keep falling over? It just wasn't stable. How do, how do fish pay their bills with sand dollars? I'm assuming it would get groans and people wouldn't like it. But what if I'm wrong? What what if it was like, hey, what do you call a boring dinosaur? A dinosaur. Oh, thank you so much. You guys are the best. God bless you, Portland. Come see me next time. Oh, I don't do I don't normally do encores, but for you guys, I think it's worth it. One more. Why do bumblebees smell so good? They always wear deodorant. Thank you so much. God bless. Be kind to each other. I love you, Portland. I know we've been drinking tonight, so I just wanted to tell you guys, do you know what a frog's favorite drink is? Coca-Cola. God bless, everybody. I'm selling shot glasses out in the lobby. Please come see me. Love you so much. Thank you. Keep your waist up. My love for this crowd is never going to die. Speaking of which, what kind of bees never die? Zombies. Come on, everybody. Comedy. Oh, you guys are so, so terrific. Do you mind if I try out our new joke? Something from the notebook? Uh... 
What do you get if you mix a rabbit and a snake? A jump rope! Yeah, I don't really get it either. What? Uh, how about how about this one? What does a cat say when it's surprised? Me, wow! Oh, thank God I got him back. All right, I really am leaving this time. Please watch my Netflix special called Clean Jokes, as read by Gabriel Rutledge. Thank you so much. I really don't get that one, by the way. What do you get if you mix a rabbit and a snake? A jump rope. But a jump rope, I mean, I get that a snake looks like a rope, but are jump ropes furry? A furry jump rope? I don't, I mean, maybe it would be funnier if it wasn't clean. Like, what do you get if you mix a rabbit and a snake? A fucking jump rope! Oh, I'm working blue. I'm so sorry. You motherfuckers are the best. You know what? You're the best person listening to this podcast. You. Not all the other people listening, just you. Uh, if you want to leave me an Apple podcast review, I will read it on this podcast. Um, thanks so much for listening. This podcast is free and it's worth it. When the truth is found to be lies, and all the joy within you dies, don't you want somebody to love? Don't you need somebody to love? Wouldn't you love somebody to love? You Treat you!